Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Uh, and, you know, how do you enjoy prosperity? Well, you do all the stuff that got you there in the first place. This is Dirt and Sprague. All the little things, you know, it's not <clears throat> some deal where you, you know, you all <clears throat> get in trouble for this, I'm certain. But Andy Dirt Johnson. Where, where, you know, instead of playing hard and getting a first down and getting a play, then, you know, you want <clears throat> to sit behind a, a, a shade tree, eat a fish sandwich, and uh, drink a lemonade with your fat little girlfriend. And Brendan Sprague. Uh, <clears throat> I'm working on this trademark cough. What do you think? Um, it's getting better, too. Um, well, then <clears throat> we marched it downfield. Dirt and Sprague on 1080, The Fan. All right, welcome back in. Final hour, Dirt and Sprague here on Portland Sports Leader 1080, The Fan. The Odyssey app, youtube.com slash 1080, The Fan is where you can find the radio station on the interwebs. Uh, thank you for hanging out with us on this Valentine's Hump Day. How appropriate, a Hump Day, Valentine's Day. Hope everybody's getting their hump on today at any one point making sweet, sweet, passionate love with their significant other. Um, we'll get into Statter's story coming up in a few minutes. I want to get some NBA stuff here in just a second. I just also want to give a reminder about our Fan Winter Golf Classic. We're trying something new this year. We usually do the Fan Summer Golf Classic in the summer, and we've been doing that now. This is going to be year 10. It's crazy how that's flown by. Uh, but this year we're trying the Winter Fan Golf Classic out at X-Golf Tualatin in Vancouver on Tuesday, February 27th. The 4 p.m. round at X-Golf Tualatin is sold out. Uh, you can choose from either the noon round or 4 p.m. round at X-Golf Vancouver. Danny Dusty will be on location. Isaac Atsuk will be on location. The winning threesome will win a free foursome at the Fan Golf Classic this summer. And the last place threesome will receive a free lesson at X-Golf. There will be food for our golfers from Vic, uh, Victor Rico's Pro Catering Urban Restaurant Group. And uh, all golfers will play Pebble Beach on the simulator, go to 1080thefan.com for more info and to sign your threesome up now. We've said it before, but I'll say it one more time. If you're just kicking around the idea, look, the weather's hit and miss. I get it. I used to play in anything, and now I will not play if it's even like a consistent sprinkle. If you don't like the rain and wetness, as Swag's mic's on and decides to type an email... Uh, I'm podcasting. Are you, okay, why is your mic on? <laughs> I, I'm just waiting to jump in. Okay, I, I love you know that. you don't. We we don't have a regular co-host for I, the next month, so well, I'm I'm trying to multitask. You know what? God bless you for being here. <laughs> Thank you. 
my wife keeps going, have you texted to see when he's coming back? I'm like, no, I'm not going to reach out to him, actually. I'll make him reach out to me. Uh, but do this. It'll be a lot of fun. Again, multiple rounds to choose from. Come hang out either in Vancouver or Tualatin and uh, have a good time with us at our first Fan Winter Golf Classic, 1080thefan.com. I want to get some NBA dealings here, Swag, and I know we're already against it in the old clock radio business. We got fired up about uh, your mark wanting to... Well, it's like, shut up, dude. Yeah, I know. Go hey, we get it. You are a powerhouse. Your conference is great. Shut up. Nobody wants to see the 11th-ranked team or the 11th place team in your conference in. You know who was in it last year, the Final Four? San Diego State, FAU. Yeah. You're basically saying, we kind of want to eliminate those people. Pretty much. And I don't like that. No. Um, I may have spoke too early. I did this to the Chiefs, and I've already apologized to the Chiefs' kingdom for this. I kind of buried the Warriors. And I'm not telling you the Warriors are the best team, nor are they going to get through the Western Conference or even win a championship. I don't know who's noticed this. The Warriors have kind of figured some stuff out. Well, Clay Thompson's starting to knock down shots again. He's also on he's not on the closing lineup and he's okay with it. He understands kind of where he's at. He I think he yeah, had a quote Kaminga's out there. Kaminga's out there with Draymond who's back and still being a jackass. But Clay had an interesting point swag where he said in free agency, he's certainly not going to get a max deal from anybody. He'd be willing to come back to Golden State, even in eventual, because he understands where, where he's at in his career. Yeah, he's just he's comfortable. He knows it. Um he knows them. They know him. So I think the biggest issue for the Warriors is uh, their head coach, is Kerr. Why is that the biggest issue? I think his that's... ability to stay there and manage all that's going on for them Yeah, is, I mean, he's talked about, I mean, we know he had the back issue a couple of seasons ago where he wasn't yep. there for quite a while. Mike Brown kind of took over. Didn't Luke Walton and Mike Brown have back-to-back years where they did that? They Something like that, yeah. So I think the bigger question for them is if you want to keep it together and add a couple of pieces here and there around them, yes, Clay will, he's more likely to take a lesser role with that group because he'll still be loved and appreciated and all of those things. Uh, and Kerr will figure out how to make all the pieces work. But if he decides he can't do it anymore, is not willing to do it, it's too much for him, I don't know where they I, – I think that'll be what breaks it up sooner than later. It's coaching like that is a really tough thing to replace. Cleveland Cavaliers, a team ESPN will not talk about today because, you know, LeBron almost kind of got traded a little bit. The Cleveland Cavaliers are the two seed now. They have jumped past the Bucks. Yeah, Spot has been on a roll. Dude, they're a game and a half above Milwaukee right now, and I know Milwaukee is – Maybe they're starting to kind of figure this out a little bit, but Cleveland is 9-1 and one in their last 10, and they're fourth in defensive rating. Cleveland, are you buying? Do we need to put Cleveland in a legitimate contender category? If we're taking Philly out swag yes. because Embiid's gone, I will give New York a little bit of, I'm not counting you completely out here. Boston's looked dominant most of the year. Milwaukee's got Giannis, Dame, Middleton. We'll see if they can continue to figure that out. Do you put Cleveland in the contender for the Eastern Conference title category? Cleveland is as much a contender in the Eastern Conference as the Timberwolves and Thunder are in the Western Conference. There's a little bit of, I need to see you prove it in playoff pressure, Yeah, but you certainly have all the pieces and parts that if you can handle the playoff pressure, 
no reason why you can't go on a run. The weird thing about Cleveland, for those that don't watch any Cleveland basketball, and I'm I'm kind of assuming that's most, and that's oh, that's okay. But they're the two seasons. I haven't been on a lot of TNT games lately. No, we have to have the Lakers Warrior game on every single time. But Cleveland was doing this when Mobley and Garland got hurt, and many were like, "Whoa, okay." And then they came back, and they've continued to do it. Now I. You may think they got to figure that out between Garland and Mitchell. Eh, maybe. Maybe they got to trade. I would maybe trade Garland. But uh, also, if you're playing like this with them back, this is kind of the step, right? We talk about young teams in the NBA. Oklahoma City is this for me. I, I think Oklahoma City is really good. I was a little shocked they didn't add depth that big. But they got SGA. SGA might be the MVP of the NBA this year. But I don't think that they're going to win the West because, well, young teams have to take their hits, their lumps. They'll go through it. They'll hit a wall at some point, I think. Cleveland did this last year. Mitchell got there. They were kind of this fun story. Hey, look at this, the Twin Towers. And then they played the Knicks. And the Knicks and Mitchell Robinson took their lunch money, bullied them out. Bye-bye. They come back this year, a bit of a slow start. And then they figure it out. I Cleveland might be a team worthy of saying, absolutely in this if, if there's teams in the east you're gonna pick maybe you don't think they're better than boston maybe you don't think they're better than milwaukee but they're definitely worthy of being in the conversation especially if you have the new york knicks and i do i think new york can do it it just some things have to kind of break their way to get there yeah and i think uh i think for cleveland home court advantage will be big for them they should have it in the first round. Can they get into a top? Can they hold that top two position and have it for two rounds? Do you know who, if if, if the play-in stuff stays as is and the 7-8 seeds win the play-in and stay as 7-8 seeds, do you know who they'd face in round one? Who they get? Miami. And I know Miami's looked really weird and not very good. How healthy does Miami get by the playoffs? If That's Jimmy Butler's playing, aren't isn't most of America going to pick Miami to win that yes. just somehow, some way? Yep. That's just so Miami. Uh, which would be really impressive given what they did last year against Milwaukee, even though Giannis uh, did get hurt. New York, Milwaukee, Cleveland, Boston, really the powers. I know Philly just won a big game. Indiana not quite there. I guess we'll see on Miami. Um, And in the West, it's just as big a picture. Phoenix has kind of been surging here. Denver's Denver. The Clippers have figured this out with Harden. The Thunder, Timberwolves at the top of the standings. The Western Conference might be open. I'm still kind of just going to bet on Jokic. But the West is very interesting. Dallas still sitting there as a seven seed. New Orleans, questionable teams that I'm not sure many people are going to put uh, near the top, but definitely have the talent to pull off some of these upsets. So the Western Conference is really interesting. And then in the East, you kind of look and you have four with people just giving Miami respect until Miami, I think, is eliminated. Uh, didn't get to the Shaq note. We'll get to that coming up at the bottom. But Statter Story is next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Reg on the fan. Crunch the numbers. There's 6,127 students at Adams, 58% of which are girls. So, so that's 7,107.32 boobs. <laughs> Break the news. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. Is it a stat or a story? Evidence based on olfactory prowess is inadmissible, in case you didn't know. This is Stat or Story, a monumental judgment call with Dirt and Sprague on 1080. Come on, don't mess. The Fan. All right, stat or story every Wednesday at 815. I have a feeling today is going to be a very sexual in nature stat or story. Uh, not so much. It is a Valentine's Day uh, themed one, but uh, a little bit more history of things on Valentine's ah, Day. Ah, St. Valentine. Uh, your first number, 496. Okay. Is it the number of shots Kevin Love blocked in his NBA career? Oh. Or is it the year AD that Valentine's Day was first recognized as a holiday? So 496 career blocks for K-Love versus the year Valentine's Day was 49, started. 496 AD, the first year it became a recognized holiday. For those out there, that's 496 years after the death of one Jesus. Uh, I'm going to say... Story. No. Wait. Story. Final answer. Correct. K-Love did not have a tremendous hops. He blocked 361 shots in his 17-year NBA career. I'm doing a very good job so far since he's been out of picking and thinking that seems like too many without saying out loud that seems yeah. like way too many. You don't have to share all the there there's no there's no partial credit for your work here. No. You either get it right or wrong. Right. Uh, he did have 560 steals in his career. Mm. He did have good hands, just no hops. Good hands. Uh no, this comes to us uh from uh women women's day. Uh the first declared holiday was by Pope Gelasius or Galasius? Don't know if that's a soft G yogging, maybe. I don't what know. would your best guess be given the time period? Uh, 496 AD, Pope Galasius I made the Feast of St. Valentine an official holiday. 
helping to expel the pagan rituals of Lupercalia by combining it with St. Valentine's Day. Did you have uh, pegging and lube in there? I mean, what uh, a day. Lupercalia yeah, okay, was a is. Roman festival from yeah. February 13th through 15th where men stripped naked, spanked young maidens in the hopes of wow. increasing their fertility. Wow. Spanking them on the hineys saying, get pregnant, ladies. Yes. Okay. That was That's one uh, way to do it, I yeah. guess. So the Romans there... I just think of uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman and along came Polly eating pizza, stealing the grease, going, you got to spank the hiney. <laughs> uh, there you go. Our next number is 35. 35. Is it the number of career touchdown passes for Packers quarterback Jordan Love? 35 in the career. NFL. Career in the NFL. touchdown yes. passes? Okay. Yes. Or was it the age of Alexander Graham Bell when he applied for his patent on the telephone on Valentine's Day, 1876? You know, my college major was in um, uh, arts, Bachelor of Arts, with new with a new media communications, and I actually had to take classes on the creation of media, and this is one of them. I'm going to have a very disappointed professor if I get this wrong. I'm going to say this is also, I'm trying to think. I forgot what Love had this year. But he had a couple stints where he filled in and spot. uh. Story. Uh, yeah, as soon as I said it, felt wrong. Uh, so in 2021, he threw two tutties. Yeah. 2022 won this season 32. So 35 uh, career tutties. I was trying to remember the chief game he filled in for yes. a couple years ago. And damn it. Uh, no, Valentine's Day, 1876. 29-year-old Alexander yeah. Graham Bell applied for his telephone patent entitled, quote, Improvement in te- Telegraphy. Telect, I don't know. Uh, that same day, inventor Alicia Gray applied for a patent caveat for a similar invention for the same office. Uh, Bell ended up getting his approval less than a month later. Ah, okay. Telegraphy? Uh, I, that I, doesn't sound right. I think it's the other way. Telegraphy. Telegraphy. Telegraphy sounds right. Okay. I knew he was a young... Whiz guy, but yeah. I couldn't remember his age. I I, lear- I had to learn about this in college. <laughs> Damn it! I got an A in this class. I by avoided the, way. the history building at all. Well, it cost. was the media thing. I did Bachelor of Arts, ah. so I wasn't taking math and science classes as much as Bachelor of Science. So I it w- I had these kind of classes. All right. Damn Your it! Final number one hundred fifty-seven. Mm. Is it the number of three-point shots attempted by Darnell Valentine, Blazer legend, during his NBA career? Okay. Or is it the population of Valentine, Texas, named for St. Valentine? 157 people? Yes. (sighs) That according to the last census they did. What years did he play for the Blazers? Darnell Valentine played from 1981 until 1991. He was in Portland, uh, 81. He was traded in 85, 86 to the Raptors and then went to the Clippers and finished up with the Cavs. Valentine, Texas. uh, I feel like you're going to tell me it's like 230. I'm still going to go story for, and I'll tell you why. Uh... 
Darnell Valentine in a 10-year NBA career was 41 for 157 shooting threes. I would have guessed, and why I went with story is I was thinking, that's too many threes. They didn't like shooting threes. He did not make a three, make one, until until his fifth season in the NBA. that makes it even worse. He was 0 for 15 in his first four years in the NBA. Then he was 4 of 14 in his fifth year. Let me fire these bad boys off. His best year was his uh, last year with the Clippers, 87-88. He was 15 of 33 from deep, 45%. Didn't his kid play in the league for a while there? Uh, maybe. The Valentine kid from uh, Michigan State? Was that his son? I I know who you're talking about, but I thought that Valentine was like a power forward. Darnell was 6'2". He was most noted. Well, his kid can't be big? Well, he can, but I... Darnell was known as having the biggest thighs of anybody in the NBA. Uh, this says... I'm not seeing one. Yeah, I'm not seeing one. Denzel Valentine. Denzel Valentine, yes. Let me see if I can find his dad. Uh, Meanwhile, yes, uh, Valentine, Texas gets his name from the popular state. 108 people populating Valentine, Texas, according to the 2021. Just a a daughter, wife and daughter for Darnell. Okay. We love Darnell. Darnell was one of the favorites here. Seems like a good dude. He's a great dude. Um, what's the smallest town you've ever been in? Like, actually stayed in, been yeah. in for a time, not driven through? Yes. Um, uh, what is that? Uh, I think it's the town is, it's Athena, Oregon. I think it's east of Pendleton. Oh, like one. Okay. So my parents, uh, my mom loves horses. She rode horses growing up. Married your dad. And so easy. (laughs) And so uh, she knew a family from college that owned a ranch out in Eastern Oregon. Eastern Oregon. Yeah. And so it was the Bar M Dude Ranch. Ah. And so it was a tourist thing. Out there on the Umatilla River and there. And there's a little tiny, the closest little town is Athena. I think it's Athena, Oregon. What's that population right uh, now? It ain't much. I don't know if they had a stoplight back in the day. Right now it's at 20, uh, 1,211. What year do you think you went there roughly? Uh, we were there. Last year I went was probably like 1986 or 87. Yeah, sub 1,000 people lived yeah. in that town. Uh, I, I, mine is Frederick, Oklahoma, of like staying in an actual small town. Uh, it was still segregated, by the way, when I went there in 1996. Oh, that must have been fun. Yeah, it was. It was really fun. Um, they had like 2,000 people or something in there. It was tiny. And it, it I, I know that number doesn't sound like a small amount per se to what the conversation yeah. is, but when you're there, you just, you don't, it, it doesn't feel like that many people. That no. number sounds bigger than what it was. Yes. Uh, all right, there we go. Stat or story. Look at that. Valentine's Day edition. Uh, hey, recognizing an all-time great yesterday. How about that? Next on The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Uh, Good news for Timbers fans. It sounds like they're releasing a new kit on Oregon Statehood Day. Seeing this on the Twitters, uh, yeah, that is today. Oregon Statehood is Valentine's Day. How about that? Yeah, you learn something new every day. Didn't learn that in like third grade. Hit third grade. That was like part of that was a big deal. Like Valentine's Day was yeah, Oregon, you, Oregon's birthday. Yeah, I I mean I I agree with you. I want to prob- say 1859. Is that sound right? You should know. He taught us in third grade. I. You were the one on the old prairie. You would know the day that it all started. Okay. Where'd you shop? Where did you say earlier you shopped? The fur. The, out at Fort Vancouver where they were trading fur out there. No, I think your area was the prairie market. Oh, the prairie it's, market. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Got to be careful of yes. those squirrels. They came running up, stealing all the groceries. <laughs> um, I'm going to bump what I was going to get to. I, I, I was right, 1859. I don't think you said 59. Yeah, I did. Um, I think you said 8. I said 1859. Hey, I know you're getting we'll old. Tape. The memories... You want to check tape? Hey, Joe Biden. <laughs> Careful with the memory there. Um, I'll, I'll get to the legend in a minute. I want to bring up something from the Blazers. I brought them up. Watching Ann Edwards score 41. You get an opportunity to do it again. What do they play tomorrow, right? They play yeah, tomorrow. same two teams tomorrow. That's their last game before the All-Star game, right? Or the All-Star break, isn't it? Uh, no, they got games. The All-Star. Star weekends? No, sound, it is this weekend. You yes. sound very not confident. I'm just. You all were over so the map. in my face about knowing statehood, and you kind of crumbled after that. Yeah. Um, no, the All Star Game is this Sunday. That's right. Right here on the fan. Following, how about this? The Daytona 500. We'll have that for you here on the fan too. How was that on radio? I'll have to tune into that. I'm kind of curious. Yeah. You just hear about a all right, he's moving up. He's back now. <laughs> Pet stop. Yes, I'll be building a format and breaks and while well, I'm sitting in the airports here this week. Play by play on Daytona 500. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, the Blazers play last night. Ann Edwards comes to town, drops 41 on their head. Yes, he pretty much did whatever he wanted. He did. He's. I mean, he's. yeah, he's been that this year, which is why they're so good. He's a big part of that. And Chance talked about, you know, how much he loves Ann Edwards and how he's kind of underrated on the defensive end. Our good friend Sean Hyken of the Rose Garden Report, uh, he wrote, Trailblazers rebuild hinges on finding their Anthony Edwards. And I know the Blazers are one of many teams that are 
seeking out an Anthony Edwards. And I, I can already hear it. Bro, yeah, it's so easy to go find an Ann Edwards. But I think he highlights something interesting. Do we have an Ann Edwards here? Is Scoot capable? I don't think Ant is. Our Ant. I don't think he's no, consistent No, I don't think Ant is. DA's been really good as of late. I don't think he's that. I don't know about Scoot yet. I just, I don't know. Shaden played 30 damn games. You can't even evaluate what the season was for him. I, I don't know what you do there. You know, Hyken kind of saying they don't have it. That's not on the roster. This draft sucks by almost every draft. I want to get a draft person on because this is a year we're going to have a good pick. And it just so happens to be a bad draft. So I want to get like a Jeremy Wu, a good friend of the show of ESPN on at some point to talk about it. But if you can't find it this year, like, when are you finding it? And I think yeah. this has kind of been my point on rebuilding. Rebuilding might have been very necessary. But, yeah, you might not be as bad as the Sixers. You could be the Kings. And, like, you don't find the Ann Edwards. That's what leaves you never in that position. And watching him operate, I remember when he came out in the draft, you know, people were kind of asking out loud, is it Wiseman? Is it LaMelo? Is it Ann Edwards at Georgia? You know, Georgia didn't win a national championship. And, you know, his measurements are off the wall. His height, his athleticism, it's insane. He's a next-level generational-type athlete. I found it interesting to read Sean Hyken, as I do every time he posts an article. Do they do they have it, or are you still looking? Because it doesn't feel like you're going to find it in this draft. You've already gone three years of sucking and tanking. And so, like, now are you, okay, now are we teasing 2025? Are we playing, as one person noted on Twitter, and I want to give them their credit, are we capturing the flag in 2025? Is that the game we're going to play? It seems like we are, but you might not capture the flag. And if you don't capture the flag with two Gs, who is it? When is it? It's a very valid thing for Hiking to write about after last night because you watched this generational guy that landed in Minnesota. Yeah. Can or you find that? Shea Gilgis Alexander with OKC. Yeah, do you make a big all-in trade? Those two teams are at the top of the Western Conference, and they are among the youngest teams. In And the only thing that's really holding uh, Minnesota back is Rudy Gobert. Um, well, not so far. Conley. Not Go- in the well, regular no, I mean season. in terms of age. Like oh, Gobert yeah, and yeah. Conley. But otherwise, the, the the rest of the bulk of the guys that play the, the heavy minutes for Minnesota all as young as what the Trailblazers are throwing out there. So, yeah, are you going to get passed by and never get your guy? It's it's scary for that, Blazer fans. See, it really is well, scary. Yeah, it is. And I'm not I don't I'm not trying to do like the same conversation of you should have kept the guy. Like I get. It. I totally get the roster building decision here. I just I think that's the element of all of this that's it's just such a wild card. Cronin and Schmitz and company and Chauncey, they can have this grandiose grand plan, like how to build it, who to bring in. I've been very happy. I jokingly asked it to Richmond yesterday, but I really meant it. I kind of think your biggest positive of the year is going to be walking away saying Jabari. And and that's great, but also not good for obvious no, reasons. Or do operate. Or, yeah, maybe do operate. Or, you know what, to be fair, with the amount of games they have, maybe you walk away going, Scoot kind of figured it out at the end. That's also a great thing, and I like Scoot. But th- this, when you talk about building and building it right, that's the piece you have to hit to build it right. You mentioned Oklahoma City and SGA. Oklahoma City, you know, they're they're about middle of the road defensively, according to Cleaning Glass. They're thirteenth in defensive ranking. Offensively, 
you know, we've seen what SGA can be. Right now, they are fifth in cleaning the glass offensive rating and ranking. Yeah. They need I, help on the glass. That that's where their one deficiency is is boarding. I I just for such a wild card as planned out as you can be, it's sometimes just dumb luck. And oh by yeah. the way, if they're gonna plan eventually, and it's a draft lottery, so even if you totally yes. tanked and you were one or two, there's no guarantee you're you, getting that pick. You're really one of three that are gonna be in the running for that one pick to capture the flag. But the other part I was gonna hit on because you mentioned SGA. How did he get to Oklahoma City? It wasn't in the draft. It was via trade, and they got him via trade, Indiana. Indiana found Tyrese Halliburton because Sacramento said, there's a log jam here. Fox and Halliburton can't work. we got to make a move. And they trade Halliburton to Indiana. Halliburton takes a monster step this year. I know it doesn't matter to most, but gets to a final of an in-season tournament. And then they go get Siakam, and here we go. Here is the roster building. Now Indiana, who is sitting in a playoff picture, now they've got to take that next step. Portland's got some of those pieces to start making those moves and acquiring those assets. The big one is the obvious one. If you're choosing Scoot over Ant, and I would kind of venture to say they will, what do you get in the Ant trade? Because Jeremy, Malk, good pieces, but they're very veteran. Ant's, he's still young. He's 24 now, and he's one of the you know high-level bucket getters What's the team desperate enough like the Clippers were to give you the SGA or the Halliburton? Because you might not find it in the draft. And that's the part of roster building that I find fascinating here in Portland is what they will decide to do and who they will decide to part with. Because to Sean Hyken's point, you got to go get your Ann Edwards. Appreciating a legend. Next on The Fan. Hey, uh, one story we haven't talked a lot about, but tomorrow we will. Uh, it's been a fun story locally for Oregon State women's basketball. They've got two big matchups this week with UCLA and USC coming to town. Reagan Beers, the Pac-12 Freshman of the Year and Sixth Player of the Year in the conference a year ago, is going to be on with us. And uh, we'll talk about their games that are upcoming this weekend. Uh, I've seen some of her stuff in the interviews, so I wanted to talk to her and see how she's viewing the season so far because it's been a nice year for Scott Ruick and company. Uh, they have had a great year, uh, some big wins. Uh, the Pac-12 in its final season, uh, I think they have six teams ranked in the AP Top 25. Yeah. And they're several somehow, up in the Top 10. And they're somehow Stanford, still not a Top USC, 10 team. UCLA, Colorado. Yeah. Um, but, and Oregon State's working their way up. Yeah, but they continue to be Top 10, Top five top 25 teams and then not get into the top 10 really weird thing there i want to deliver this quickly me and buck have been arguing on tech not arguing but talking on text okay he and everybody and their mom seems to just be hung up on the overtime thing with the niners i want to read this stat this is why i don't think this is as big a deal as we're trying to stretch this out to be since 2001 this is from neil Payne, former sports editor of, of 538 really smart analytically driven dude since 2001 there have been 125 drives in the NFL postseason, whereas it, where it was at least the fourth quarter, there was under a minute left to play, and the team on offense trailed by seven points or fewer at the start. These are your standard clutch moments for football teams, the do-or-die drives that win or lose critical games. Out of those 125 drives, Swag, are you with me? Yeah, I'm with you. Only 40% of them saw the team on offense pull off the magic trick, and get the points they needed. Some quarterbacks that are pretty good at it. Tom Brady, 
He went 5 for 11 in this, 46%. Drew Brees went 3 for 6, 50%. So both above the league average. Only Patrick Mahomes is 7 for 7 perfect in those situations. And that is why I am not arguing about this stuff. It's Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) You want to win? Have a slightly better defense. There you go. That's your best bet. Uh, Shaq was honored last night in Orlando. Yeah. You know, I know uh, I know Shaq had a nice run. They got to the finals there. Not as long as I think people in Orlando thought it would be. Uh, do we give Shaq enough flowers for the career? I don't know because I don't... He's a tough player to gauge in the all-time. The most dominant player I've ever seen, but he somehow gets his legacy uh, slighted a little bit because I guess people see the size and the athleticism and say, you should have won more than four. So we kind of knock him for not winning enough. Yeah, I think he gets blamed for the fallout with him and Kobe more than Kobe. Really? I thought that was a pretty even split of hating each other. (laughs) Kobe was an ass. Uh, he was a hard person to to work with. Listen to Smush Parker talk yeah. about Kobe Bryant, and it'll make you rethink some things. Uh, I think there were others that thought maybe I, they know he had foot injuries being that big. How could you not? But maybe he didn't take his own personal health health serious yeah, okay. enough to keep himself healthier to have more cracks at it. I Want, don't know. Said he wanted to be known as most dominant and a nice guy. And I will you say. You certainly didn't want to have to play him in a game that yeah, was for everything. That's for sure. Uh, one of few players, maybe the only, I have to look it up, to have three jerseys retired by three different franchises. That's going to do it for us. Bill Conley at 630, Rittenberg at 7. If you missed those interviews, catch them at 1080thefan.com. And we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Swag, enjoy the last road trip. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow bright and early, 6 to 9 a.m. Dirt and Sprague on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.